Hey there, Scout My Game fans. We have another edition of Around the World brought to you by Scout My Game. This time, Christian De Silva interviews semi-pro basketball player Devontae Robinson. All right. Hello, sports fans. I am your host, Christian De Silva, with the I Got Next podcast. Today we have a good friend and pro basketball player, Devontae Robinson. Devontae, how are you doing? Good. to the show. I'm, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me here. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, uh, you know, living life. Just. There you go. A little backstory, me and Devontae went to CSUMB together. Um, and I know the, the Warriors kind of stopped by for a kids camp there. I know Draymond Green kind of showed up. Sam and Steph Curry, were you there for that? Uh, I wasn't necessarily there for that uh, particular event, but um, I did hear about it. And I, I did see Draymond Green actually uh, at CSUMB. So that was, that was cool. But um Unfortunately, I wasn't there to witness them, like, um, teach the camp. Oh, man, that must have been a cool experience for those that did. Have you ever met any any NBA players or, I mean, who was, who was that you looked up to? Yeah. Um, back when I was in high school, uh, during my sophomore year of practice, we were at um, this college by our, um, by our middle school. And um, I met Blake Griffin and uh, – he was there practicing um, and just doing his thing, you know. And we got we got like a glimpse of him just like um, before he finished, and you know, just uh, I got to meet him and take some pictures with him and stuff, and you know, it was cool, cool little event. Um, and it kind of like inspired me to you know be more athletic and you know just keep playing basketball. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. So in terms of you know NBA players, who you, who would you say you emulate your game from? Uh, I'd say, uh, Devin Booker. He's, uh, he's definitely a good uh, NBA player in my book. And, uh, he's just an all around, just like good player. He's, and he's a, a scorer. So like, I like to score. So he's <laughs> <laughs> a good scorer, you know? But, um, yeah, no, I got you. Dam- Damian Lillard answered this question earlier. On one of his social media accounts. Um, if you could choose, Three players or attributes from any players, who would it be? You said, uh, you repeat that? I'm sorry, you kind of like cut it up. Yeah, yeah. So Damian Lillard, he answered one on one of his social media posts. If he could choose any three attributes uh, to build an ultimate player for himself, who would it be? Um, I believe that he chose Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and, and Kevin Durant. For yourself, Devontae, would you have the same answer? Uh, I would have to incorporate Kobe into um, one of those slots. So um, it would probably be Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and then Kobe Bryant. Um, Fair enough. That's a great answer. The Mamba, bro. It's the Mamba. Mamba there you bro. go. <laughs> um, so also, uh, story a little behind uh, Devontae. He didn't start playing basketball until high school, right? Yes, sir. How was that? What did you do before high school, before you got into basketball? Were you still into sports or it was just I, basketball? Honestly, I didn't even play sports until I got to high school. So, like, at an early age, I've always just, like, never even realized my full potential of playing basketball or, like, football or running track. I just had, like, a an idea of it. Um, maybe one day I could do it. And, one day I went to high school and uh, I saw the trials for like the freshman team. And 
I'm not even gonna lie to you guys. Like, uh, I was literally just like garbage. Like, <laughs> when I'm garbage. Like, I can't dribble with my left hand. I can barely dribble with my right. Like, um, I think what I had in my favor was just my height at like an early age. So I was, I think I was around like almost close to six foot, like freshman year. So, um, well, I had like a little. Stick with it. If you were, if you, you know not so coordinated or, or didn't have the fundamental what made you stick with basketball uh i didn't it was just watching honestly watching like uh kobe at that time and um what got to me more was um my like siblings and stuff they were all like better at basketball so like you know like um people used to joke around but a lot of people used to like make fun of me because i was like uncoordinated or like um, I couldn't really like shoe or anything like that. And it just like, you got to dig deep. Like you just got to find that drive and just be like, yo, like, forget that tomorrow. They're <laughs> going to take notice of me. Like tomorrow they, they're going to take notice. Like they said that I couldn't shoot. Well, all right, today, well, I'm shooting, you know, like, and, um, it, it, it I had some rough days for sure where, um, uh, you know, like, I questioned myself, I questioned my game, or I even questioned my ability of like being athletic or even like making it to like uh like a just a college team or maybe even the NBA one day. And um I just had to like pull up, like pull myself up. I had people talk to me too and just um, just keep pushing. Every day is a grind, you just gotta keep doing it and just go. Just, just keep going. Yeah, so when, when did you realize that basketball was your go-to sport? Um, you know. uh, <laughs> when I got smacked on the football field, that was <laughs> – that was sure. <laughs> that was, like, 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 hands down. Like, I did a go route, like, towards the middle. Uh, right? It was not a, it's not a go route. It's like a, a slant route. I did a slant route towards the middle of two. That's what they call it. And, and met that middle linebacker. I was cool, like <laughs> – that was nah. how that did it for you. Smacked my hip, I was done. Like, <laughs> uh, man. So transitioning from your first, first freshman or sophomore year, when did you start uh, seeing playing time? When did you start getting you know recognition from the coaches? Um, how was that for so, you? So like, um, honestly, like just going through high school, like I was a bench player. Like, the only reason I went to varsity, like my junior, like end of sophomore year was because I was pretty athletic and like JV was, it wasn't, it was easy. Um, but once I hit another level, like I wasn't ready for that level yet. And um, I mean, but I, me like being younger, I didn't, I didn't think that, and um, or like, I didn't see that. And um, I guess my coach just didn't really see that either. So I was, I was on the bench, like, and don't get me wrong, like I used, to, I used to get like nervous in the games, and I didn't know how to focus on like my goals and like focus on like things during the game. And as a result, I didn't really start playing until like my senior year, um, like towards the end mainly. And uh, that was <laughs> that was like that, that. I don't know that. That uh, that that some of those moments too would like hit me hard too because you know like there'd be games where I didn't like see the floor, or there'd be games where, you know, I get two minutes like just to let somebody rest, you know, 
and um it made me question like my ability to play it made me question right. how athletic i was um if i could actually like do it or if i wanted to quit you know but i know i stuck i stuck through i was a team player and i just you know just <laughs> was there the work, right? <laughs> uh say that again i'm sorry you just put your head down and did the work yeah, you just you just gotta put your head down and just grind and just stay low and just you know, no matter what somebody says, you gotta just tune it out. Like their their opinions are just opinions. Like they don't pertain to you necessarily, you know? So like unless they know you, like raised you, watch you grow up and like 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 literally watch you every day, like they can't tell you anything. Um so you just got to dig down, dig deep, and just go, just, and do the impossible. There you go. So once you, once you graduated high school, uh, like I said, we went to CSUB. Um, was that your first choice, or is that, why CSUB? So, honestly, it was all like a, a tuition thing for me, honestly, because um, I had the option of going to SDSU off of, um, I didn't have any, like, scholarships or any, like, um, athletic scholarships or uh, scholar scholarships um so i just went off of my um gpa and my test scores and i could have went to sdsu but um csumb accepted me as well and in comparison the tuition was just it was my route it was like um nowadays it's like you know we're going we're going to you could go to like a prestigious college and you can go and get a degree but um, it all depends on like how much you pertain from that degree. It also depends on like um, how much you can like uh, gain mentally um, instead of paying like thousands of dollars or being in debt at the end of like the day for the same piece of paper, if you know what I mean. But um, and then also just looking at it too, it's like. SDSU is like a D1 college. That's a that's a lot of people that go to, you know, class. Like you're gonna have like at least like more than 100 people in your class. When right. CSUMB, it's it wasn't too like there wasn't that many people there. It was only a couple thousand people there. So like class sizes are like 21 people in a class, maybe even less. And you know you you could get more attention. You could get more um, instruction from the teachers, and right. um. That helps you learn, you know, that helps you focus up and that helps you, you know, be more just focused on your goals. You go. so. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense there. Um, yeah. So then going to CSUMB, um, did you try out there or, or did you try to? <laughs> see, what <laughs> see what I have. See what I have. There was like, for the try, I was going to try out for the NCAA team and um i know it was a division two so i thought i was like athletic enough to like you know at least like try out and, and see if i was good um but i slept in like literally like 20 minutes before like the time i was supposed to go to the actual like the beginning tryout, and that like screwed me over for like trying out <laughs> but for the for, fresh, for freshman year but then um Sophomore, I uh, I tried to try out again, and uh, 
I think I had one class during like the practice time, which was like 12 o'clock. And um, I couldn't really change that. And I think like the coach was set in stone on his roster already. There was like one more spot, but you were going to sit the bench. Like, like I think it's called red shirting. Right. Um, and you just uh, just kind of like watch and, you know, work out and like get better, I guess, or stronger. Um, but I couldn't, I could, I guess I didn't make the cut. So, um, what I had to do was, uh, you know, there's this club basketball team, um, mm-hmm. that's the team we had. And, um, I, uh, I definitely, I got picked to play on the roster. So, um, that's, that was kind of yeah, like, so yeah, definitely. Goal. Yeah. Devonte is, is one of my teammates during that time of club basketball. We got it started at CSUMB. Um, we did travel to to, U, so, to UCLA right for that tournament. Um, sure. And so how was how was that experience for you? How did how did you like traveling? How did you feel? You know, being part of a team and what were, what were your thoughts on that? So um, it was it was fun. It was we had some fun times, some great moments for sure, um, especially in the hotels. You get to bond with your teammates and uh, the car ride up there, you know, people were bringing out weird stuff and like talking about weird stuff. But uh, it, you get to know your teammates better and, you know, you, you have some jokes and some laughs. And um, when you get into games, you know, like you trust one another to where like um, you just play better and all that stuff. I mean, um, <laughs> that's <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> If if um if you ever have like if anyone ever you know just like second guess about joining like a club team or like a travel ball team, I think it's like one of the most amazing like experiences you can ever have like playing with basketball or like playing with a team because not only like will you grow with them like you guys become cool you know like you guys help each other with like everything and like you essentially become a family like and um, yeah it's, no, that's, it's that's definitely it right there, right on, right on the nail. It's um, worth it. Yeah, for sure. So when I, yeah, so when I, when I transferred from CSUMB, one of the first things I did was I went to the gym, check out the, check out the gym. Um, and every time I would go, Devonte, you were, you were always there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, so watching you play, uh, you're one of the most athletic people I've ever met. Um, and you would one of the, one of the bounciest. When, when was your first dunk? When did you dunk the first time? Uh, my first dunk was freshman year in high school. That was yeah. like when I was I was barely learning how to like even like dribble and like all that stuff. Like one day somebody was like, "Oh, you can't dunk!" Like you can't dunk, and I was like, "What? You probably right. I can't dunk." <laughs> and then, and then you know what? I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna try it." And there's people around. I had that adrenaline pumping, and it just, I just went up and it went in. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's oh, a dunk. <laughs> that's yeah. a dunk. No, that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and then, so me and you used to play intramural sports too, right? And yes, at this time, in, um, and I guess our basketball careers, or whatever, uh, we were playing against each other. And I passed, and he intercepted it. And this is for the game. He has to go for the dunk, and he misses. You can't went for a simple layup and won the game, but he goes for a dunk and he misses. Um, overtime, 
think you guys eventually end up winning. Um, but man, what was what was going on there? Did, did you have to to us or what was that about? I honestly, I think that was just all like nerves. Like I thought it was in the bag. Like I was like, <laughs> yo, like still for the game. Like there's enough time for me to you know just end it. Just like like if I get, like if I get this dunk, like like the like the gym's going crazy, you know, like and then like. I go up, I try to power it through, and just boom, it bounces out. And like, we go to mm-hmm. overtime, and like, my team is pissed. Like, they're like, yo, Devontae, like, if we lose this game, like, we're gonna have to catch fades after this game. Like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh man, like, oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm right. you guys ended up winning, so <laughs> we got we got lucky for sure. It was, it was, a, it was a close game. Like, you were hot, you were clipping on the threes like you were over here like you were like a little Steph Curry just like in the court and like yeah we definitely had some battles sure Um, but yeah so also uh playing against you you were always more of a slasher than a shooter right so uh, I know that's something you've been working on over the years What, what is something specifically that you've been you know trying to improve in your game um I've say like uh my mid-range, I need to, like, incorporate mid-range more in my game. Um, and um, I've learned um, how to shoot better <laughs> over the years, for sure, because those bricks are tough. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here building houses. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but um, I'd say, like, just keep, like, when you keep shooting and you just incorporate more things to your game, um, like you said, I was a slasher. So if I could turn, if the opponent knows that I'm a slasher, if I can like switch it up or maybe hit like a mid-range shot or like, or I do hit a three, then like they're going to have to switch up their game. They're going to have to step up or like they're going to have to like come towards me more. And then that gives me my, my favorite thing to do is a slash. So like I could go towards like the hoop more or like um, and try to finish it. But um, I think, yeah, just incorporating like, my shot to my game more is it just makes me overall just more around uh offensively offensively like around or like right better but um, yeah, so um so graduating high school and now finishing up college, you moved you're you're a san diego native is that right yes sir you move back home and you're at the rec center right you're, you're playing basketball at a recreation and someone walks up to you and what, what do they say so uh, I was playing uh, I was playing uh, at the rec, and the guy walks up to me, and he's like, he's like, hey man, like, um, you're pretty athletic, and um, you're just, you're just doing all the right things, and I feel like you could probably play for like a semi-pro team, and in my head, I'm like, a semi-pro team, like, <laughs> me for sure, like me play semi-pro, and I was like, um. I mean, why not? You know, like, like what's stopping me? What, like, what, what's literally stopping me from doing that? And um, it just like sparks something into me. Like, it just like, yo, like, if I, if somebody else says that, or somebody else is like cueing that to you, then that means that you can do it. You know, so, like, so like, um, he gives me like a couple numbers and a couple of like people to contact and stuff, and. I contact the San Diego Surf Pro Basketball and 
they said that we were having a tryout, you know, and just I go to the trial and make the squad. I make the roster because they and um for every game they they take twelve people for the roster. They keep like a a lot of reserves and stuff, but um for that week if you're doing good in practice and stuff, they they keep you on the roster on twelve man roster. Um sometimes it could be eight, but um I I was going to all the games. We were traveling. We went to Vegas. Um. We were supposed to go to Arizona, but like COVID hit, and um, a couple games up north, a couple games in Mexico. Um, that those are pretty, those are adventurous. But uh, I, I definitely would go with uh, somebody who speaks Spanish for sure. Um, is that is that something? Um, when you graduated and everything, did you think basketball was over, or was that something you were still trying to pursue? Go ahead and walk through that, that thought process. I, when I graduated, I thought basketball was done. Like, I didn't have any more outlets to go. Like, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to do. I, I didn't know who to contact, like, if I really want to, like, pursue basketball. Because um, everything nowadays is just about contact and uh, um, connections. And if you have – I mean, I thought about the G League, but I was like, I need to train – more to go to the G League. Um, those people are really like the G League is like pretty much like the NBA, pretty much like because you got James Harden like playing in the G League. You got I think Russ was playing in the G League, some other um, NBA stars, and you know you got to have your game right. So I I just I just thought I was over. So I just I just kept going to the gym and just kept playing. And, you know, just taking the knowledge that I got and just watching like basketball more and applied it to my game and just one day somebody you know people take notice once you once you once you just accomplish something so much or if you do something so much like people are going to take notice if you're good or if people are going to for sure you know like like it's all going to fall to you eventually like it's like it's like you lay at your baskets and people just start putting eggs in them so yeah. um yeah, so, so now you're on the now you're on the team, right? And and COVID hits. I mean, how has that impacted basketball? What have you been doing to you know, your basketball right. or, I mean, how's that affected? I mean, that Im- that impacted our team really bad, actually. So like, um, we were going in the playoffs before COVID hit, and then um, COVID hits and or COVID hits, and we just like. Like, he, they just, like, oh, we're done. Like, we can't practice no more. We can't go to any games. Like, like we're done. So, like, we had, like, a, a long, like, off season pretty much. Um, and, on, like, right when uh, we started up again, unfortunately, um, this year, like, when the NBA season came back or, like, for the the, the playoffs to come back, um, unfortunately, I got in, like, a car accident. And, um I was like injured for like a month and a half. So um, I haven't been able to like play. And um, right now we're getting back into it. They're in preseason right now. And um, I'm like recuperating right now or like getting like myself back together. So as soon as I like recover, I'm going to go back to the team and start playing again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they they definitely miss you and they need you. so yeah, so basically, you know, this podcast is I got next podcast is basically reaching out to 
the generation troopers. Um, what what's some advice that you you want to share or give them you know, from your experience? And, and, you know, from not playing high school to now becoming being a pro, getting paid to play, man. That's that's part of the dream. It is. It's a. Uh, it's nice, man. I mean, it's just like, um, just keep going. Honestly, it's just like, um, if you don't believe in yourself, then you'll never achieve it. You know, you just gotta take that inner, just deep feeling of you can make it and just keep going like keep pushing even on your bad days your bad days were like you're not doing so hot or you may you know like regret whatever or um, maybe even like downplay yourself you just gotta take that moment and turn it into a great moment i got that i got that from kevin hart kevin hart kevin hart <laughs> kevin hart's dope uh you gotta take that weak moment or that that moment that was bad for you and then turn it into a, a historical moment to where you can look back on it and say, Hey, like, this is what made me who I am today. Or like this part of my life has changed everything, even though it was a, like a bad day or like a great day or whatever. But uh, <laughs> that's pretty much it, man. You just gotta just keep pushing. Well, Devontae, I just want to thank you for your time. Um, you know, we appreciate you uh, coming on the show with us. Um, this is definitely the last time we're going to hear of Devontae Robinson. Um, so thank you, man. I appreciate it. No problem. And uh, thank you for having me. It was a nice um, little talk, little chat. And how people, you know, could take that or take those words and, you know, believe in themselves. You got it. Yes, sir. All right, my man. Thanks for listening to Around the World Podcast, presented by Scout by Game, starring Christian De Silva, interviewing Devontae Robinson, and was produced by Jason McCarthy.